Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're so glad that you have decided to join us. And last week, we shared the first part of writing a new script. We talked a couple weeks ago about the new movie. And last week, we started a discussion about how to begin to process through writing that new script in your life, kind of talked about what that looked like from my perspective. And uh, this week, we're going to have Kristen share some of her perspective on that. Kristen, so glad that you can have an opportunity to share today. I think people will be blessed by that. So thanks for telling how you started to write the new script. (laughs) My pleasure. Okay, so yes, we heard Todd share last week, and really, like he shared, this is this is our story. This is what we know because it's been our experience, and so hopefully, prayerfully, this will benefit those who are listening through my story and how we have begun to write a new script. And so, I know I've shared I've shared my story in in past episodes, and just moving from my story then really looking at the process of what God has done in in our relationship and in my mind really is where it started. It started in my mind uh, when, and I talked about, you know, having the ladies in our basement and we were talking about just how we, we struggled in this area. And I kept hearing the Holy Spirit say, women's minds need to be renewed. And I know men's minds certainly also alongside of women's need to be renewed as well. So what, what area are you talking about? Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> someone's just tuning in for the first time. That's they may not have true. any idea what That's area true. you're speaking about. Oh, details, details. <laughs> I am talking about the area of our sexuality. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. I really do appreciate it. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, so in this area of sexuality, I needed to renew my mind and uh, just found that I was not alone in that. All of us women who were were studying together through a book that was talking about married sexuality uh, realized we all really needed our minds renewed. And what was beautiful was God just really started doing that in in our relationship and in my and in my mind. And I shared my journal entry, which you can go back and listen to my story. I think I don't know what episode that was. It was an early episode. Yeah, two. Two. Number two. <laughs> anyway, but God started to reveal new things to me about how our our relationship between husband and wife is meant to be a picture of our relationship with Christ. And that was very transforming for me. And I feel like the biggest new thing that I learned after that was that men have been hardwired by God to pursue and connect. And as we look at the Bible in Ephesians 5, it talks about husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. And that is obviously a very big, big command and an encouragement. And it makes so much sense that men are hardwired to be able to pursue and love a woman in the way that they are. And I think men even struggle with understanding why they have this this desire for women. Generally speaking, this is very much the case. Um, there's certainly women that have a higher drive than men. I want to recognize that as well. But 
just speaking in general terms, men have this instinctive desire and I believe the purpose in that is to draw them into relationship to be able to share the love of God with their wife and to, to truly love them as Christ loves the church and then for a wife to then receive that love. And so that was such a shift for me thinking Todd's sexual desire for me being a picture of this desire for God to show us through human form that he wants to pursue his bride because of his great love. And so that was a shift that both of us had to make. Todd had to understand that while this is this is out of pursuing my wife out of a place of, of love, and I had to understand that I want to receive this love of my husband because it is a picture of the love that God has for me and that pursuit. And as I would just like make one comment on that is that's not just physical as well. Right. That's in, Oh, that's in every area of relationship and life. And so if it's, if you just isolate that into just sex, then that's that's really not the picture that you're talking about. A hundred percent. Yes. Thank you so much for clarifying that. That could not be more true. And in even expanding on that a little bit, you know, as we look at the Song of Songs, we really believe the Song of Songs is both an allegory of God's love for his bride, the church. And it's also telling us about a, a love story between the man and woman. And so it's really, again, that Ephesians 5, 31, 32, where this relationship between husband and wife is meant to be a reflection of our relationship with Christ. And as we look at Song of Songs, chapter 1, verse 2, it says, this is the young woman speaking, and she says, kiss me and kiss me again, for your love is sweeter than wine. And as I really was meditating on this verse, it just really hit me that she she is inviting his love. She's saying, kiss me and kiss me again. She's inviting his love. And as you think about that with your with husband and wife or with man and woman, inviting that love and then also with God, inviting his love. And then for the next part it says, for your love is sweeter than wine. And as we think about that, your love is sweeter than wine. She's saying, kiss me and kiss me again, for your love is sweeter than wine. She has experienced his love, and therefore, and she knows it's so sweet, it's so powerful, and therefore, she's inviting more of his love. I see that as he has loved her so well in so many ways. As you look through the Song of Songs, I mean, he's celebrating her beauty he is admiring her and appreciating her and just honoring her in so many ways. It's so beautiful. You can see him being so honoring of her and just giving her words of affirmation and just loving her way more than physical, but just truly just lavishing his love on her. And she just, she's just receiving and receiving and wanting more and more of his love. It's, it is physical, but that physical is, is really such a overflow of just that love throughout all day, every day. I think for me, I started realizing that love is the kind of love that I need to celebrate and embrace and be thankful for instead of trying to push away. Because as my husband would pursue me, you know, as I told you earlier in our story, it was one of, oh, oh, I'm tired, (laughs) you know, I don't know if I really want to do that tonight. But when I started my, when my mind started to shift and God was changing my mind and literally renewing my mind, I started to just see it in a different way that I want to receive 
this pursuit and this love because it is a picture of Christ in the church. And that, that union, that, that kind of connection is then something that is such a gift for both of us. It's not just for, it's not just for Todd. It's not just for me. It is for both of us. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there was a shifting in you where that became true and you began to realize that. And I think that somebody could listening to this could say, Mm -hmm. if that's what my husband wants, then that's what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's not what we're saying at all. And I don't want it to be heard that way at all. Right. And I know that message has been Mm -hmm. conveyed Mm -hmm. often within the church and, and directly and subtly. And that, that is not what we are saying. No. But what we are saying is there is so much power Mm -hmm. uh, when we can begin to understand Mm -hmm. things from the way that God created them Mm -hmm. and designed them. And each of us live out that our role Mm -hmm. in that new movie and the power that comes Mm -hmm. from that. Right. And so, um, it really is a, you know, it's, it's a both and, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, there's also that individual point where each of us had to, had to get to that place of seeking the Lord individually about what is this all, what does this mean? What is it? Mm -hmm. What is it? What should it look like? Mm-hmm. We had to have that individual path of that and our own mind shifting and renewing mm-hmm. um, so that we could get to that place. Right. Uh, and it wasn't just, well, I'm going to wait until mm-hmm. he does things perfectly or I'm going to wait until she does things perfectly. Mm-hmm. That never works right. either because none of us are ever going to do things perfectly. Right. But it's really just a, a shifting, a renewing of the mind mm-hmm. and then things become much more effortless mm-hmm. when we can kind of settle into an understanding of, yeah, I'm created in a way that reflects pursuit. Yes. And you're created in a way to respond. Right. Rece- and receive. receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when and when we can really mm-hmm. begin to grasp mm-hmm. that, then we don't have to try so hard mm-hmm. and we don't have to have such expectations on the part of the other mm-hmm. person either. Right. Right. It's grace upon grace, absolutely. And that's the beauty of covenant. And that's another one of the things that really, I think God really taught me and helped to renew my mind and just show me that this is a covenantal relationship, just like the one we have with Jesus. And it is a place where we should both feel very safe, very honored and loved and cherished and it's just so important to have conversation around those things. Like there would be times where, you know, you knew my mind was shifting and I was so much more celebratory about the fact that you did want to pursue me. Like you did want to love me in that passionate way. It wasn't that you always did it perfectly because you, you were, your mind was being renewed too. And you were trying to learn and grow and understand those things too. Right. Um, And it's a big shift. I mean, so, so like if you're listening and you're like, I don't even know what these people are talking about. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it sounds crazy. And I agree because that's yeah. where I, I was right. for sure. And, yeah. and you were too. Right. And, and so there was that process of the renewing of the mind and, and really spending that time and, and really seeking direction mm-hmm. from, from the Lord. And, and those things started to be revealed and they, mm-hmm. and they started to feel more true. Right. So it's not something that just automatically mm-hmm. the Lord could do that in mm-hmm. your life. But mm-hmm. for us, it did take, mm-hmm. it took time for us right. to begin to process through this. And there's ups and downs mm-hmm. in that as, as we're both mm-hmm. learning and growing and understanding more. Right. And we would, you know, one person would get revelation, but the other person had not had revelation around that very thing. And so, you know, we had to understand that 
the Lord has spoken something to me, but not to you, or the right. Lord has spoken something to you and not yet to me. Right. And so there were many times when I would say, the Lord has spoken that to you, but I'm not there yet. And so you're going to have to be patient with me. Yeah, yeah. But there are also, there are also a lot of times where I would say something like, this is what the Lord told me. And you'd be like, I have told you that like 20 times. <laughs> yes, like so now, now it's true to you. And it's like, I have been telling you that same thing. Yes. And it's like, I didn't have ears to hear it or yeah. whatever, but yeah. But well, yeah, both sides of that yeah. were ha- would happen regularly over, over that whole process. Yes, over years. It's been years, this, this whole process. and But it's such a fun journey. I mean, it really is hard, but it's so good because in the process, you're also becoming more and more one, mm-hmm. more and more intimate because you're having conversation around these things that certainly a few years before we would have not had before. <laughs> But when you're walking through these things and you know you're in a relationship where you are both for your marriage and you are you you know it's safe, you know it, you're committed to each other for life. That's the beauty of covenantal relationship. That's the beauty of marriage. That is a place where we can hash these things out. Mm-hmm. And no, I knew you're not going anywhere. And I was able to say to you at different times, if I, for whatever reason, didn't feel like tonight was a night that, you know, we could be intimate, or sometimes it was you saying mm-hmm. I especially as your mind was shifting, you know, it was hard. Right. There was a process of time where just a season where it was like, I don't know, for some reason I'm just not there. And that was fine too. Again, the grace upon grace, so much grace for each other. And you learn to trust each other in a deeper way as you're walking through this process, because you can be more vulnerable with one another. You know where the other one's at and you know, you're safe for one another to be able to share. And so it's just a really, yeah, it's a very interesting and beautiful process. So as a woman, especially within the church, like we've talked about so often, we feel like we need to meet our husband's needs. And I think that's the big shift. And Todd used to always tell me, the Bible says it's for women too. You know, this is not just about men. I was like, I know, I know. But I didn't know. I didn't really get it until God shifted it in my heart to a place of, no, this really is a gift for me. It is so empowering in my life and it is such a just such a, a beautiful, yeah, truly just gift. And so that's been really amazing. But I do I just I, I want women to be aware that if we start to see our man's pursuit as a gift of the way God made him to love us well, even if he doesn't necessarily get that yet, but if we can start wrapping our minds around that and embrace that pursuit that's going to bring them more life too in and and more of wanting to understand and more of what God's design really is and just open up their hearts i feel like to to be able to also receive from the Lord and understand, wow, what does it really mean for me to love my wife as Christ loved the church? It's not just pursuit, but it's also loving so powerfully, so sacrificially in so many practical ways as well. And so, um, and just understanding each other's hearts, you know, in those places. So one thing I did want to mention is we have a huge role as wives. God created Eve. He said, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to create a helper that is suited just right for him. And so many times I think women feel like, oh, helper, that's such a low, lowly role. <laughs> and it's, it is such a powerful and beautiful role. And just for now, I'm just going to touch on saying that that word for helper in Hebrew, the Hebrew word for helper is a zare. And this word, a zare, this same word shows up 21 times in the Old Testament 
and it's used to describe Eve, and it's also used 16 times in reference to God as our helper. This is the same word of God as our helper that the Bible is using to describe the help, the helping role that God gave woman to have. And so that is a really vital and powerful kind of help. And so I just feel like, how are we using this, this powerful role that God has given us? Are we give, are we using it to empower our husbands and to lift them up and to celebrate the way God made them, the way he knit them together to be so full of life and to be able to pursue and, and love us well. Are we welcoming that or are we, are we trying to push that away and, and not receive that love? So I think that's a huge thing for us as women to, to consider. And, um, yeah, we talked about just walking together around our sexuality, you know, around our sexual stories. We all have a story and to not be afraid of our story, but to be curious about our own story and each other's story and have conversation around those things and just welcome that. That also is just going to give us that more intimate oneness and union that just um, strengthens our relationship in, in every way, the physical, emotional, and spiritual oneness that God has for us. So yeah, those are just a few of the thoughts for, for me. I mean, it, that was the big shift really mm-hmm. in what happened in my mind. And so I just want to share that today and we'll unpack more in the days ahead. Yeah. So, well, thank you for sharing that, and uh, I'm sure that will it will bless the people that are listening, and also just again, hopefully, begin that process of, mm-hmm. hmm, you know, what does this mean for me? Mm-hmm. What does the Lord want me to learn from this? Right. How can I like begin to explore that mm-hmm. myself? Mm-hmm. And and that's what we're inviting you into. Mm-hmm. Like we've said all along here, mm-hmm. you know, we are starting a conversation, yeah. and we want. Uh, you to be part of that and we want you to be curious Mm -hmm. we want you to take these things and for yourself go to god's word yeah go to him and ask Mm -hmm. uh, those areas where maybe uh, something that Kristen said felt like oh that doesn't feel true Mm -hmm. then we really encourage you to to say Take that to the Lord and say, Lord, that did not feel true. What do you want me to know? Mm-hmm. And begin to search scripture yourself and mm-hmm. see what does God say? Right. And uh, don't take our word for it. Right. Because <laughs> right. like I said, we're just sharing our story. That's right. And so, uh, and as you can begin to do that individually and as a couple, as Kristen said, that that really can help to develop such a deeper level of intimacy in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we encourage you this week to to dive into that, begin to explore that. And so we will be back next week and we're going to kind of shift back again to my story and start to take the different pieces that we talked about last week and, and break them down, as I said Mm -hmm. before, in smaller parts and, and uh, really get some depth in the conversation around those things. And so if you have questions for us if you maybe have other ideas of things you'd like to have us talk about or just want to share a story uh, Mm -hmm. from your own life Mm -hmm. you can connect with us at just by email at fearlessandlovepodcast at gmail.com we'll put that in the show notes so you would be able to access that feel free to reach out we'd love to hear from you Uh, thank you so much for joining us and until next time Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.